Welcome to False Bottom Girls, a podcast about the wonderful yet sometimes confusing world of beer and brewing. Hi, I'm Rachel Hudson, owner of Pilot Brewing and an Advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair, sensory expert, home brewer, and Advanced Cicerone. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of False Bottom Girls. I am Jen. I'm Rachel. And we are here today. We are gathered here today. <laughs> I was going to say, so serious. <laughs> for a very special episode of False Bottom Girls. As some of you may know, Rachel will be taking her Master Cicerone exam at the end of this month. I'm so month excited. Being October of 2022. And what we decided to do for this episode is we're going to play a quiz show where I am the host and I will be asking Rachel questions. <laughs> about this is a nice the... way to put it. Basically, we're going to grill Rachel on what she knows today. <laughs> no, I've got, so some of my questions, I have questions for each of the sections of okay. the Cicerone exams. So there's keeping and serving, there's beer styles, there's beer flavor, beer ingredients and brewing process, and beer and food pairing. Ah, my worst. So some of the questions I have, because it's also like, I didn't think it would be terribly entertaining to just be like, recite stats. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah. So some of the questions this I have. Be more fun. Yes. Are more lighthearted. There are some like, tell me this specific thing. Yeah. Um, so it should be fun and you can play along at home and we will also say before we get started, uh, Rachel and I were talking about uh, the phenomenon known as study brain. Yeah. Uh, because I I remember when I was studying for the bar exam, uh, which was like a way long time ago now. That was like 12 years <laughs> ago somehow. And like, I just got real dumb, like just in real life. Uh, yeah. Where, like even when like I would leave my house, there were times that I was like, I don't, I don't know if I should be driving just because yeah. like it was almost like being drunk where it's like, Oh, the, the cars in front of me are stopping. And it's like, that means you need to put on your brakes, stupid. Yeah. And you know, I'm being like, Oh, like that, like that automatic part of my brain was just like, I'm done. Like I'm out. I, I, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. And I remember talking to people who also studying for the bar who would do things like do laundry, but forget to put detergent yeah. <laughs> in the washer and just stuff like that, because your brain is just so consumed with things. And I talked to people who had also been pregnant and they said, this is pregnancy brain. Like you hear about pregnancy brain where yeah. you just, just stuff like that. You, you don't do. Yeah. And Rachel, would you like to share the story that that Jen, kicked off? You don't have, I have to. I have had like three more stories since that. So. <laughs> yeah, like last week I was doing a bunch of stuff. I get back to the brewery. I like unload my car. I sit down in the office. I study for two hours. I go back out to leave and my car is still running. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. While we were in Czech Republic... I freaked out about some Island Hopper labels that we had to get ordered. Like right now, we weren't going to get them in time. We already missed the deadline for our normal suppliers. So we had to go with our backup. And I like made this huge deal. Like we had to get this done and blah, blah, blah. We got it done. 
And we get back to the brewery and I'm, you know, this is like five days later. I get back to the brewery. Something happened where we had to change the schedule around. I'm like, all right, we need to package this island hopper. So we set up the island hopper. We package the island hopper. I go into the office, grab the labels. These are not the labels that I rushed to order. I had already ordered the labels. <laughs> I had already had them. And I like I didn't even catch it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, here are the labels. We, we can the beer. We label up 30 cases or whatever. Jeff comes into the brewery after that. Goes in the cooler. He's like, no, he knows that I had just ordered labels like a crazy person in Czech Republic that have not arrived yet. And he's like, you guys labeled the wrong cans. I was like, he's like, you put the wrong label on. I was like, no, you didn't. It's, it's, it's Paradigm Hop. It says right there, Paradigm. He's like, you crazy. You, the, you ordered these labels in check and they haven't even arrived yet. And I was like, oh my God. I totally did. I was like, I ordered these like a long time ago so, because I knew we needed them. And so, yep, I did that. I did not order yeast. I need it for a brew yesterday until the day before. Luckily, White Labs was like very helpful and had the yeast on hand. I I have been doing so much stupid shit like that. Like <laughs> to a point where I just had to sit down and restructure my whole like how do I keep track of shit system. Right. Because I cannot keep track of anything. Like I am losing I'm I'm doing the stupid test. I'm trying to run this brewery. I'm planning Charlotte Craft Beer Week, which totally my fault, I know. And I'm like this with everything right now. And I can't eat. I I, I don't even know. I've, like, stopped going to the grocery store. I'm not even cooking. I'm just, like, I can't think for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just throw snacks in my general direction and leave me alone. Right. So, yeah, I've never been pregnant before. I feel that. But that's, that's probably what's going on. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good thing that we have people in our lives to do things like follow along and turn the oven off, you know? Oh, jeez. I, 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 yeah. like, I, I can't even keep my shit together at all. I'm, I'm like glazed through days right now, just trying to get through them and trying to be like, okay, I'll study for an hour right now. That's all I got. And then trying to handle whatever shit storm is going on. But I love it. <laughs> It's my life, it's and I it. chose it. I love it. <laughs> That's what people say. They're like, but you knew this was going to be like this, right? Like, people literally say that. I'm like, yeah. T- fuck me. I fucking knew. Right. <laughs> How dare I? How dare I even talk about it? Yes. Yeah, so I get it. And I, when I start to study, yeah, usually around, like, six weeks out, I'm like, guess what, everyone? I'm going to be real dumb for the next six weeks. Like, yeah. I tell my coworkers that. I tell my husband that. He's he's seen me study for a bar exam and now, you know, multiple times for advanced and twice for master's. So he's used to when yeah. it's, um, it is like a personality change. Like, I can tell when I've, like, have study brain, when I've gone into full study brain. And oh, then yeah. it's just like... I don't know. Did I feed the dogs? I guess I'll feed them again and see yeah. like if they eat really fast or not. Sometimes, like, sometimes Jeff will ask me a question. I'm like, why are you asking me questions? Do you want me to take this test again next year? Why am I even taking this test? Like I just go to full <laughs> freak out mode. All right. Well, but quiz All me. of that to say that for those of you listening, Rachel has no knowledge of these questions that I have written. Nope. I have got nothing in front of me. I don't, I don't want to have, you know, I want to, I am, being treated like I am taking the test. Yes. When 
Um, and I wrote these a while ago. So some of these are new to me and some of them I'm seeing that I don't have the answers written down. So I hope you know them. <laughs> Great. I'm sure somebody right. will tell us the right answer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so um, would you like to just go through like all of the keeping and serving? Do you want to do like go through like one from each section and then start over again? I don't care. Okay. Just give it to me. Then we're going to start with keeping and serving because much like the other exams, when you take the master exam, like you get asked for the essays at least, like you get all the keeping and serving essays on one day. So you don't have to, you know, you don't have sure. like one essay from each section. Um, so we'll start with keeping and serving. Okay. Okay. Question one. Total resistance is equal to what? Applied pressure. Okay. Excellent. So if I'm t thinking about total resistance is equal to applied pressure, what are the components of total resistance? Static and dynamic resistance. Correct. I got a point. How many points did I get for that one? I'm going to keep score. Um, they can be I'll arbitrary. You, I'll give you two points. Okay. Question one. I got two points. Yes. Question two. Give me one reason why jockey boxes aren't suitable for everyday use. Oh. Uh, they require a lot of pressure to serve the beer, which will overcarbonate the beer with time. All right. Excellent. How many points do We're I get for that one? I'm going to give you one point for that. I'm just really interested in how many points I get. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right. Question three. What are the three types of draft cooling systems? You have air air cooled system, you have glycol cooled systems, and three types of cool systems? Glycol, air cooled. Condense, a condensing unit cooled? Refrigeration cooled? <laughs> Instead of a fan? Um, okay, so I have yes on the first two. I wrote them down differently, but we're talking about the same thing. Uh, Air-cooled, long draw, and direct draw. Oh, okay. So that's more of like a syntax. So glycol thing. would be for your long draw. Your refrigeration mm -hmm. unit would be for your short draw. Sure. Because that's what yeah. we have. We don't have air cooled. We have a refrigeration unit. Right. I got okay. that right. So how okay. many points do I get? Um, I have this weird hair right here. I will give you. I'll give you three points. Uh, better. It's three part question. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. This one is a two part question. Question number one: What are kegs in a series? Kegs are in a series is used for a high volume sales situation like a stadium where you have, for example, three kegs hooked up with three different couplers, but in line. So all three beer, all draft beer is being pulled from all three kegs at once when it's being dispensed. Okay. Are they all the same beer or different beers? They're all the same beer. Okay. Uh, okay, so part two, when you're linking those kegs, when you're making kegs in a series, what changes in the coupler parts? 
So the first coupler will be, will have CO2 being applied to the CO2 input of the coupler where the uh, nipple is, and it'll have the Thomas valve, like a regular um, CO2 line, and it will go out, the beer will come out of the top like normal, so that, that coupler will be normal, minus the ball. That coupler will not have the ball, right? The coupler in the first? Yes. In the first cake, okay. Just tell me if I'm right or not. No. <laughs> You're okay. right the first time, so I will rephrase it. The like the first coupler is going to be normal. Okay. The first coupler is going to be normal. The rest of the couplers. The second coupler, you're going to take out the Thomas valve, which is on the C the CO two side of the input of the coupler. You're going to remove that so beer can flow into the side of the coupler from the first keg, because when you pull the beer, it'll pull from. It will move the beer from the very first keg, pushing it along the way. Does that make sense? It comes out of the third keg first, but it's being pushed from the third, first keg. So the second right. coupler will have no Thomas, no Thomas valve. The third coupler will have no Thomas valve, and then it will go normal to draft. Yep, you got it. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> How many points did I get? Um, let's see. I'll give you. I'll give you six points for. Ooh, that. moving on up. All right. Okay, so last question in keeping and serving. What are what are two scenarios where a beer pump is recommended? Beer pump, not like not cask. Yeah, yeah, pump, yeah, yeah. But like a beer pump. Yeah. So beer pumps will typically be recommended when you have a very long draw system. Um, I'm pausing because I'm trying, you said two scenarios. So one can be from a serving tank. So if you have a serving tank that's really far away from the draft line, that can be used to push, pull beer from the serving tank into the draft line when, when your pressure needed to push beer would exceed, I know I'm like fucking this up. No, you've, you've, your mind is on the right track. So when you've got, when you have to move beer where applying the pressure would be too much too much it would over what would those two scenarios be that so would... you have the first one which was a very long draw very long draw and then the second one when the when you don't have co2 available to push beer from that distance so you can use a pump which you can use compressed air if there is no uh, if the compressed air is not touching the beer. No. <laughs> but that's true, though. You right. Well, use... That's why that's why you would use. A, yeah, you can use, that's why you use like compressed, compressed air. air. Yeah. With a beer. So pump, what did but... I say? Serving tank. And then what? Well, the serving tank is like the serving tank isn't necessarily material. Yeah. This, but the so when you have a very long, very long run, job, that's right. And then what's the other answer? A high vertical lift. Oh, I know that. So yeah. So I know. I know you do. Your mind was in. You were like you were on the right track. Where it's like I was what, like going like what are situations where it could be from a where... serving tank, but it could also be from a keg. And like that's like what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Like those. But are yeah. So situations too. where if you had to apply, 
if you only had CO2 to apply to the beer to get it through a high vertical lift, then you would also overcarbonate your beer. Yes. So that's your very long run, so more than 200 feet, and high vertical lifts. Okay, I'm going to give myself two points for that one. I gave you two points for that okay, one, Okay, cool. I just wanted to, though. I don't want to get too <laughs> low from you. <laughs> I don't want to get zero points. It's a gentleman, gentleman's two points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's keeping and serving. Good. Now we're going to move into beer styles. Are you ready? I'm ready. How, this is a multiple choice. Okay. How many beer styles are listed on the Master, Cil- C- Master Cicerone syllabus? A, 88, B, 93, C, 105, D, 115. It's a stupid question. I know it's a stupid question. I told you they're stupid questions. <laughs> I'm going to go with 105. You're correct. Woo! <laughs> I get 10 points for that one. Okay. I'll give you 10 for that. I like this new system of points. Yeah, <laughs> where you decide how many points you get. <laughs> okay, right. question, question two. List two beer styles from different countries that contain corn or maize? Oh, okay. Well, we have the American light lager, which would be from North America. And we have, we have, uh, what else do we have? We have, uh, how about a old brune? Okay. I can have maize. Belgium. Okay. Thank you. Excellent. I'm giving you two points for that. Oh, yes. Sorry. Let me write that down. Okay. So this next one is also a multiple choice. All right. Compared to American Pale Ale, British Golden Ale, A, has a higher ABV, B, has a lower ABV, or C, has the same ABV. (laughs) It has a lower ABV. You're right. Boop, 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 boop. I'll give you two points for that one. All right. All right. Name two beer styles that can have a pale version and a dark version. Uh, Weizenbach. Okay. And Doublebach. Okay. Can you name one that's not a Bach? (laughs) (laughs) For additional points, can you name can you name a style that's not a Bach? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Munich Lager. What? <laughs> Munich Lager. And Dark Lager. It's dark or light. No, that's... Yeah. Like, within the beer They style. are Munich Lager, and there's a Munich Light Lager, and then Munich Dark Lager. Can probably even have Munich Amber Lager. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I know what you mean. Uh, let me think, let me think. Uh, so I guess Vice Beer's out with that logic. Right. All these rules. Uh, man, I, I feel like there's something right there and I should know. And I don't want to give up on this. Maybe additional information would be that can have at least a pale version and a dark version. How is that? How is that helpful? I don't. <laughs> that is literally the question. Uh, I don't want to make everyone wait too long. 
Give me another clue, a better clue. <laughs> um, think of styles from Belgium. Beardegard. Yes. Woohoo! I also had Saison. Saison's good. Yeah, that's right. Saison's a good one. Okay, I'll give you 2.5. Okay, that's fair. All right, this next question is in honor of it being October. What is the best beer style and why is it Rauch beer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because Jen said so. <laughs> exactly. All right. 25 points for that. All right. Okay. So now we will move into beer flavor. Also, October is Rauch Beer Month for anybody oh, who's confused. I was that. like, um, October does, but whatever. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, so beer flavor. What are two beer styles with signature flavors where the signature flavors would be considered an off flavor in another beer style? Got it. Um, Hefeweizen. Okay. Signature flavor would be clove but would be considered off style in a lager. Okay. Uh, another one would be acetic acid, which would be desirable in like a Flanders red, uh, but not desirable in an IPA. Okay. Perfect. Those are the two examples that I wrote down. Aww. There's more. They're not the only two, but those no, are the two that a, I wrote there's down. There's more. There's more. All right. I'm going to give you five points for that. Right. Okay, next question. The Maillard reaction is the chemical reaction between what two things? Amino acids and sugar. There you go. Two points for that. Surprisingly, I had that essay on Master Cicerone, and that's not all the information they want. No, <laughs> if only success was that easy. <laughs> yeah. Nope, uh, that is not all the information. <laughs> that, that, I can I, I know can concur I with that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this one is a fact that I learned outside of the beer industry. That's one of my favorite facts, so I had to ask it as a question. Trichloroanisole, so TCA, is a compound that imparts a musty flavor to beer. We're very sensitive to this. We're very sensitive to this compound. And some people can actually perceive it as threshold at thresholds as low as three parts per trillion. So some people are so sensitive to TCA that they can taste it when it's present in three parts per trillion. That is the equivalent to one molecule of TCA in how many Olympic sized swimming pools? 100. Two. Two. Yes. That's crazy. And that, I apologize. That was also a multiple choice, but I thought <laughs> I'd just let you guess. But yes, I was listening to um, a webinar about like smell loss and how people are, you know, did, uh, can perceive different compounds at different levels. And that he specifically said TCA. Wine he was talking about it in the context of wine, um, but said like when we're talking about three parts per trillion. That means if you have two Olympic sized swimming pool and there's one molecule of TCA, like some people are that sensitive to that's it. That's crazy. Yes. So that's just a fun one. I'll give you five points for that. All right. Five good sport points. 
Okay, so question number four. Name three flavor compounds that contain sulfur. H2S. Okay. Verticaptin. Okay. And... DMS? Mm-hmm. All right. You got it. Three points. Okay, last question. Question five in beer flavor. What is your favorite approach to style discrimination? What? Like, what do you mean? Like, if you're given a beer and yeah. you're supposed to decide what style it is. Oh, okay. What is your approach like? Well, first I look at it and observe the clarity and the color and the foam. And then I assess the aroma with my uh, super skillful aroma techniques. Like, it's a real thing I have, but that I do. It's a process. Right. You know what it is because we learned it together. Right. And then I assess the flavor with my mouth and my retronasal and my orthonasal. <laughs> And then I, uh, yeah, I do all that. Okay. There's no wrong answer. Okay. I was just wanting you to share how you, how you approach style discrimination. Super stressful. Sorry. I should have <laughs> led with, there's no wrong answer. I mean, there is a wrong answer, but I knew you wouldn't give a wrong but answer. But then I give the correct answer. Right. Like I assess the style and then I say, this is it. And then whatever I say, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> All right. I will give you five points for that. All right. Okay. Now we're moving into beer ingredients and brewing process. All right. Swear I excel. Question one. Um, I love this open-ended, so I will say give me a two common techniques for removing chlorine from brewing water. Oh, you could use a chlorine filter. Okay. Most breweries have a filter. Uh simple chlorine or carbon filter some people some breweries uh will use i guess reverse osmosis okay technique you just want two right yep okay if you got another one you can give it to me camden tablets so that you're that going to remove chlorine do we talk about that will it yes it will okay <laughs> you could also probably leave your water out that no that won't get rid of chlorine that get rid of temporary hardness no, that gets rid of chlorine. We even let it dissipate out overnight? Mm -hmm. okay. Only chlorine, though, not chloramine. Not chloramine. Remember as that we, was the important lesson. Yes. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll give you five points for that. All right. Okay. We just talked about this in our style bonus episode, so I know you're going to get it right off the bat. Name one flavor difference that may occur when an ale is fermented in an open fermenter versus a cylindro-conical vessel. It will have more ester production. All right. Esterification. All right. I will give you two points for that. That is correct. All right. Um, describe the flavor impacts of overmilling your grist. Well, it can... Overmilling your grist can uh, result in more surface areas being exposed from your husk 
in your wart, which can lead to an increase of tannins and polyphenols. Okay. And cause your beer to taste astringent, overly dry. All right. I will give you five points for that. That is correct. Next question. Name one finding that causes proteins to precipitate and one finding that causes yeast to precipitate. Uh, well, for proteins in the kettle, a finding that we use is Warflock. Uh, for in the, um, what's it called, fermenter, for clarifying yeast, we will use Biofine. All right. I also would, Whirlflock is, Irish I, I was about to say, yes, I was yeah. going to say, I would have. It's the same. It's accepted, yeah, Carrageenan, Irish Moss, yeah. Whirlflock, and then for yeast, Isinglass, Gelatin, yeah. Biofine. Yeah. All right. Last question for beer ingredients and brewing process. Homebrew guy comes into your tap room one day and says, well, actually, <laughs> you really only need to lager for 15 days instead of 21 days. Mm. What are two reasons why you wouldn't want to decrease your lagering time by six days? One is there are, uh, well, one is for clarity reasons. You do, the longer you can lager, the more part proteins, more particles are going to precipitate out of the beer and clarify your beer. Two, you uh, need that extra time, like during the lagering stage, about 20 to 70% of acetohalohyde will dissipate. Um, and then another, like about two thirds of whatever diacetyl or the precursor for a diacetyl that was remaining will also dis dis dissipate, uh, have time to clean up. So yeah, there you go. Two reasons. All right. You will actually, that guy right back. Um, I will do 10 points for that. Good job. Yes. Except um, keeping score, so hopefully you are. I am. Okay, good, because I really want to know how many points I get. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last, last category, beer and food pairing. What, and you can tell by the time I got to this, I'm, I'm not good at beer, beer and food pairing, and I don't like it, so. Yeah, um, <laughs> me too. There is not a, quite as much effort put into these questions. Good. Uh, as, as the other <laughs> sections. What are two characteristics that can determine a beer's intensity? Um, it's alcohol content and it's body. Okay. All right. I will give you two points. What are two characteristics that can, can determine a dish's intensity? It's cooking method. If it was like roasted or broiled, for example, and um it's the types of spices being used on that dish if it's really really intense spice like you know turmeric or cardamom or something versus a salt and pepper okay. spice right good job two points what is an example of resonant flavors in a beer and food pairing oh uh, when two flavors resonate with each other. Mm -hmm. So when they have, oh, I'm going to mess this up. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> so when they not necessarily have similar flavors or dissimilar flavors, but whatever the flavors are just, oh, okay. Never mind. Scratch that. 
So these are flavors that are going to resonate with a certain memory of yours. So, or a certain feeling you have kind of, no. Okay. Right, tell me the, <laughs> I was going to say like orange creamsicle that resonate. No. Right. Is that right? Uh, That's not right. No. No. Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, just tell me. Okay. So resonant flavors, I did ask this in a weird way, but that would be like if you're pairing chocolate with an Imperial stout. Okay. Because they so have similar. similar flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. First I was like, oh, is it similar? Is it dissimilar? I don't know. This is what I do <laughs> in my master sister test. I'm like, I don't know. Right. Exactly. Whereas like you could walk. Like, I don't even know why I'm here. Leave the exam. And somebody's <laughs> like, we're doing person on the street interviews. What are resonant flavors? And you can be like this, 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 yeah, this, yeah. this, this. <laughs> Okay, I, w- I will still give you two points for okay. effort. All right. Participation trophy. Love yep. it. What is one flavor effect of cooking with beer? Well, cooking, like for if we're going to use something like maybe a dark stout in a stew, for example, using that beer in place of some of your water will help intensify the or the dark malt characteristics of this beer that will present itself in the in your stew all right excellent five points man if only this test was this easy (laughs) well here's the hard-hitting question it's not that hard-hitting how can beer advocates make beer and food pairing more inclusive oh well, something we do here at Pilot Brewing a lot are our <laughs> vegan beer dinners and our vegan cheese and beer pairings. Um, so, yeah, all the, I mean, that's like, that's like all you have to do, guys. Just start pushing out the vegan, full vegetarian, full vegan beer dinners. So, you can, you know, the rest of the world can start coming. Increase all right. Your, Excellent. Yeah, that's my uh, rant about vegan. <laughs> 10 points. All right. All right. So I'm going to let you vamp for a moment while I add up your points. All right. So, yeah. (laughs) The thing about this Master Cicero test is that it's such an endurance test, too. Like, you know this stuff. You know it. And and then all it takes is for someone to just ask you for you to not know it. Right. <laughs> Until you hear the timer go off and you yeah. walk out of the room and you sit down and you remember. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You need like a, oh shit, I remember section at the end of the day. Like, okay, I got 10 minutes with you to tell you everything I remembered that I fucked up earlier. That's fair. It's fair. Yeah. You should. Because like, as long as you know, you know, it's not like you got the chance to go out and study real quick. Like you're still in there. Although I would probably opt out. I'd be like, nope, I'm good. I don't want this extra 10 minutes. I don't want to sit with you anymore. I am tired. It's also like beer week. And I've had some people like try to plan events with me like that Monday night or Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And like Monday night, like it's definitely not happening. And Tuesday night, I'm like, all right, well, I'm done. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like you, I remember what I felt like after that day. And mm-hmm. I, the last thing I'm going to go do is host a beer dinner right yeah. after I just got out of this test. Right. Like, exactly. I'll yeah, be the no. worst person. I actually have to host a beer dinner the night after that Wednesday night. And I'm not excited. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We left the master last November 
and two hours later I had to do like the keynote panel for the beer and culture summit. Oh um, yeah, that's right. And I remember telling Rachel, like, don't let me get drunk before we go to this event because that's all I want to do. And I yeah. do remember walking in, like, I don't know, like three beers deep and being like, yeah. woo, going to do this. And I, I felt yeah. bad for you. I was like, oh, I'm going to get fucking right. drunk. Right. Real luckily, drunk. yeah. Luckily, it's, <laughs> it was a panel. So it wasn't just me. Yeah. But um, yeah, last time when we were finished on the second day, everybody was... Like, you know, it was at Sugar Creek, so we had a couple beers there. And I ended up, like, driving my car back to my Airbnb and walking back to meet everybody because I was like, I want to be able to just drink as much as I want. Yeah. And not, obviously, not drive home. So we went to the Brewers at 4001 Yancey. And so it's, I think it was everyone who took the exam plus, like, spouses, you know, and we're we're all sitting around. And I want to say, like, we got a couple of, like, appetizers or something but i just hit a point where i was like okay bye and just yeah. left <laughs> like just left and i like i walked back to the airbnb i got actual food like on my way back and just yeah just sat quietly yeah and ate and then like went to bed yeah <laughs> like nine o'clock at night because it's yeah rough. i was like I'm not, I don't want to hang out. I don't want to hear about what everybody got on their answers or what they put or how they were mad about the beer that they got served or whatever. Like (laughs) I like no offense to anybody I have ever taken the exam or any exam with, but I don't fucking care. I don't care what you put. Like Rachel is the only person (laughs) who I care. Like I want to hear about how she thinks she did. Um, And that like, and that's it. And other than that, I don't, I don't need to rehash everything in excruciating detail. Yeah. So, Rachel, your final score was 120.5 points. Oh, out of how many available points? You only need a 85 to pass. So you've got 142 <laughs> percent. Excellent <right>. job. <laughs> All right. If only. Right. If only. Right. If only they call and they're like somehow you got 20 more points than were even available so yeah. you're you're automatically super master i'm gonna get like like my answers are gonna my scoring is gonna be like oh she got plus five here like not nine is five not just all correct but like plus five right so that's how i get it it's gonna be 120 like there you go you. i am the grandmaster cicerone you are <laughs> i am not really i am are. gonna be look i got a 70 last time and if i can get an 80 this time i know that's not passing but i can't you that's know, huge yeah that would be really great for me i'll be happy with that as part of my three-year plan i'm fine with it if i didn't have this brewery and all this other bullshit it might be different but it's not so right progress that's yeah, when we talked about this in one of our last episodes, like, yeah, it would have been great to pass, but at least we're improving. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that, hard. Yeah. And there, there is value in continuing to improve and to Especially, learn from the process. Especially, you know, for you and you, it's hard to improve three points, let alone right. five. Like, it's hard you know, when you're so close, you're so to that line is rough. It's tough. Because yeah. at least I know where I cannot, like, what I can ignore and what I need to study. Like, for you, you're just like every fucking thing and that sucks (laughs) right right yeah and for me i just need to accept the fact that i need to learn some fucking commercial samples 
Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> it, it used to I used to be so good at it when I worked at Capitola House because I also updated the beer menu every week. Right. And shocker, we had 500 different types of beers. So we had all the beer styles. And I, man, I used to be like, bam, 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 like whatever. Because I, I literally had that menu like imprinted in my mind. Right. But I don't anymore. Right. Exactly. Well, thank do? you, everyone. Yes. If you were playing along at home. Yes. Thank you. I hope that these are was... good questions. These are yeah. like master is definitely harder because, you know, you got to write an essay. It's not like a simple short answer like I was giving, but these are very representative of the types of questions that you will get on right. advance. If you're studying for advance, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. And but, but like probably not the swimming pool one, but uh, yeah, yeah, probably like not said, that I, I wanted some, <laughs> I wanted just some like fun things yeah. in there because beer is fun. Yeah, and they, they don't care how that, many styles. Right, don't don't learning, stress that up. <laughs> yeah, learning those kinds of things are are fun and it helps you remember. Yeah, that you know a compound like TCA we're very very sensitive to. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening, and I I feel like uh, there were a couple of times you did an awesome job, but when like when you're thinking about things like in my mind I'm like I can feel like somebody out there is like yelling the answer yeah. right now. Like, I know I'm sorry I'm going faster I'm trying to go faster <laughs> I know you're listening to me think right now <laughs> so yes I, I hope that you all enjoyed this again Rachel but when this episode comes out it will be close to the end of October so make sure to put good vibes into the atmosphere for Rachel yes as thank she... you embarks on her master cicerone at the end of the month and then we'll be celebrating yes we'll by be... going to the festival of barrel aged beers where we are judging as judges i'm super excited me too it's my favorite festival and i've been trying for years to uh, be invited to judge and i was finally invited to judge and i said by the way yeah i got to i'm bringing my pal rachel with me because she's gonna judge too oh yeah, oh, yeah. So, I'm out of here. Once this test is done, like, <laughs> I, I'm in party mode. Yeah, it was funny. I texted Rachel and said, do you, what are you doing this weekend? And her response is, was, it's the week after master, whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. I cleared the whole schedule. I was like, good. We're going to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, uh, thank you again. I keep saying thank you to everyone, but... Uh, we really appreciate you listening. We appreciate hearing from you. You can reach out to us on social media at False Bottom Girls on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us, falsebottomgirls at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website, falsebottomgirls.com. Uh, thank you for our Patreon listeners. We uh, also have a Patreon. There's an additional way that you can support us. Each month you get a monthly newsletter, you get access to bonus episodes that are only available for Patreon listeners, and you get a quarterly AMA with us, which we need to schedule. I'm just remembering that we haven't done that yet for this quarter. So thank you, everyone. We appreciate you. We appreciate all of your support and encouragement. And Rachel, good luck on thank your you. master exam. Thank you. I need it. <laughs> this has been False Bottom Girls. And we make the Bruin world go round.